Shukar to the Bortzes for bringing us back. It's been a while. It's been a while since we had the Chabura. So now we're in a, we're in a different part of Woodmere. It's supposed to have us. I didn't taste the chalm, but I smell it. Smells delicious. I'm sure it is good. So tonight we're going to uh, listen to a song from Aviatar Banai. We've heard him before. Sam, Sam, Sam favorite. And um, and there's something I was thinking about from the beginning of this week already. I listened to a on the way to uh, Bar Park on Sunday night. I listened to a podcast. It was uh, the meaningful people, the Chavra. So they put they had a podcast with this Rabbi Russell. I don't know anything about him really. Shimon Russell. And usually it's not my thing to listen to these things for whatever reason. But I saw he, it was about Chinuch. And one of the uh, one of the three major sugyas that are always flowing through my head. Everybody's everybody should have a sugya or two that's always flowing through their head that they're always working on, they're always thinking about. And one of them is by me is Chinuch. Chinuch whether it's children, whether it's teaching, whatever it may be, that's so good. And so ever since Sunday, I've been thinking about something he said. He said, an amazing, he said a few amazing things. And uh, so this, this, this Chabur definitely is, uh, is coming from that place. So we're listening to this song. It's a beautiful song. I, there was another song I wanted to I'll just tell you. that There was a song I wanted to do from Zusha. But Adsha um, Tehei. You know Adsha Tehei? Yes. So... Maybe afterwards, we'll like listen to that. You'll understand why. But uh, for now, we're gonna listen to this song. You have the oh, you have you have the words over here. Print it out. It's gonna be in Hebrew. But we have an English. It's definitely gonna be in Hebrew. (coughs) So as always, everybody's been here before. We'll uh, listen to the song once, then we'll say some words. About the Indian, and then we're going to listen to it again. Can you can you come closer? Was, was it a stadium over here? Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> so don't come again. But while you're here, you're with us. Let's go. Here we go. All right, you got it. Technical difficulties? You want the light off in the, the living room and like the side light on over here? It's up to you. Make it loud. Eviatar Banai. B A N A I. Louder. Eviatar. Don't you tell her? 
It's about a father preparing his kid's school bag. Anybody who's done that knows how it feels. And it's about the feels of a father for his children, knowing what's out there in the world. Stop. It's a of chinuch. So the beginning of this week's parsha, Baloskas Aneros. So Rashi there, right in the beginning, he brings down a Joshua from the Gemara. And the Gemara says, Balos Gasaneros, you have to, you have to raise up the Neros. It doesn't say Lahadlik, Bahaloska to raise up. So Rashi brings, Al Shem Shahalov Ola. The point is, as Rashi brings out, that the fire gets raised up. Not just you're lighting it, but that it gets raised up. Cost of but Lashon Aliyah. So it says Lashon Aliyah. Shetzarach Lahadlik. And this is the Gemara's Lashon. Ad Shetehei Shalhevis Ola Mela. Until the Shalhevis, until the flame is able to go up on its own. So you hold your hand there for a little bit until the fire grabs it on the wick itself and it goes up. And then you can take your hand off. And this is a halacha by Hadlakas Neris. Shabbos. It's a halacha by Ner Chanukah. You're supposed to leave your hand there for a little bit. Until again, the wick takes that the flame that you're creating on that wick takes hold, and it goes up. There's an aliyah, and then you can remove your hand. So this comes from a Gemara Shabbos. The Gemara Shabbos says, "Tani Rami Brachama, Psilus Hashemanim Shamer Chachamim." Those wicks and the oil that the Chachamim say, "Ein Malikin Behen B'Shabbos," that you can't use for Shabbos. On Shabbos, you have to use good wicks. You have to use good oil. You don't want it to go out. You might come to fix it on Shabbos, come to Malachas on Shabbos. 
So those oils in the wicks that you can that you can use on Shabbos, sorry, that you can't use on Shabbos, also ain madlikin behen mikdash. You also can't use those oils and those wicks for the menorah on the base of mikdash. Same halachas apply. Mishum shenemar because the pasuk says lahalos ner tome. Pashtetzava when we learn about the menorah. Pasuk says, Laha'alos ner tamad, that the menorah is supposed to light it. Laha'alos, again, to raise up the ner, the candle. Tamad, it should be a constant flame. Hutani lo, Hamer lo, the Gemara says, Kedei shetehei hashalheves olameila. You're supposed to light it in a way of aliyah. We said, like Rashi said, it's from this Gemara, that, the, that there's the flame on the new candle has an aliyah. It shouldn't have an aliyah to anything else. You shouldn't have to come to Masaki in it afterwards. You should leave it there long enough that it will be strong enough, that flame, to go on itself. You don't have to tilt it. You don't have to fidget with the wick or the oil afterwards. So the Gemara brings down this union of the Sha'ad Shatei Shalabas Ola Meila from the Lush and the Halos Nertamid. In Parshas Tetzavah. So I saw the Gurariye, and it's a question on Rashi. Why is Rashi bringing the Jerusha of Ad Shadei Shalavas Olamela in this week's Parsha? Bahaloscha. Yes, it has the same word, but the, dr- the real Jerusha is on the Parsha in Tetzavah, and we already know that already. Why are you telling me that again? What's the added Chiddush? What does Rashi want to teach us here? So, in Parsh Tetzaveh, Madagurari goes and gives his own answer. But we'll say, Apidrush, in our way. Then in Parsh Tetzaveh, when we learn about the menorah, so Kaddish Baruch was telling Moshe Rabbeinu, even though Moshe Rabbeinu is not in Parsh Tetzaveh, right? He's, that was the Parsh that he got removed from. It's, it's halachas. The halacha of the menorah is halachas ner tamid, that you have to light it in a certain way, and it should go on its own, and it should be a ner tamid. When it comes to Parshas Baloscha, Kaddish Baruch is telling Moshe to tell Aaron Cohen, Lamaisa, you have to do this avoda. It's now it's more intimate, it's more real. Aaron Cohen's involved. When it comes to Moshe Rabbeinu, everything is halacha, avoda. But when it comes to Aaron Cohen, there's something more, just in general, something more warm. Aaron Cohen, Oif Shalom, Rodev Shalom, something about Aaron Cohen doing the actual avoda. What is... What's going on over here? What, what are we adding? And also you could say that in Parshat Tetzavah there's, there's a difference in the way that the Torah describes the candle, the candles being lit. In Tetzavah it says, L'halos ner tamid, that it should be that the candles are lit continuously. But the Pasuk Baloscha doesn't say ner tamid. It says a, do- a different Lashem, El mul pneha menorah ya iru it's more that all of the candles should be lit in a way that they all go towards the middle, but they're all lit up, they're all bright. You should light it in a way, in a way that it's very bright. So Parshat it's a Ner Tamid, and in Parshat Baloscha, it's about the brightness of the lights. <coughs> So I think we all know that when you take a, you take a candle, take a fire, and you put it on a wick in, 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 a, in a microsecond, 
it lights up. Right? It already, it already could take, it could be on, it can go on its own. Right? Fire, once it catches, doesn't need you anymore. So what, what is exactly is this Indian anyway? You light the thing and it's, and it's going to go on its own. You have to keep your hand there until there's such an, there's an aliyah that the flame you see has a certain, it goes up a little bit. What, what, is, what exactly is this Indian? It sounds pointless to leave your hand there. Okay, it's a microsecond, it's not a big deal. But you see, there's a big, there's a, it is a big deal. There's a halacha about it. The Torah is using dafka word lahalos. So when it comes to Parshas Baloscha, and we're talking about Aaron Cohen, Aaron Cohen again, the Oiv Shalom, the Rotev Shalom, carving the Torah, brought everybody close. Aaron Cohen is 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 the mechanic of children. Moshe Rabbeinu is the mechanic of Talmidim, students. He's the one who taught halacha, and he taught it to Aaron Cohen as a student, and then, and then Aaron taught it to his children, from a father to a son. Right. The, the, the transmission was Moshe to Aaron, Aaron to his children. It wasn't Moshe to his children. We know. Moshe's children was a different Indian. We don't hear much about his children. And the only things we do hear in the Gemara are not such good things. But Moshe taught Aaron because Moshe was the teacher, but Aaron was the father. So there's an Indian here. There's two Indian. There's one about how to light up somebody as a teacher, that's Moshe, that's Tetzave, and then there's another Indian of lighting up somebody, father to a son, That's Parshas Ba'alos, when Aaron Cohen comes into the picture. When it comes to Chinechabanim, and I'm in the sugi right now, there's more experienced people at the table than me, but from what I've gathered and understand and heard, is that when you're being mechanech, there's always the union of the dveikas, the attachment. When you're teaching somebody something, when you want to transmit, the more that there's a dveikas, the, the more that will be able to be transmitted. And if you're far away from somebody, you're trying to call to them, they might hear every other word, but the closer you are to them, right? you don't have to scream anymore, much more can be passed. So I think it's very simple. When it comes to the the, so, the, the most important sugya, the most important transmission from father to son, <coughs> we have to know the balance between keeping your hand on the children, not too quick, but not too long. When it comes to, let's say, Arna Cohen, Arna Cohen himself, and we don't know, but Arna Cohen had two children, Nadav and Aviyu, who did something that they shouldn't have done. Nadav and Aviyu, the Torah tells us, Moshe Rabbeinu says it, he admits, Nadav and Aviyu were, were big, big people. Moshe says they were even bigger than us. Nadav and Aviyu were bigger than us. They were bigger than Tamid Deicham, whatever that means. It could be that Arna Cohen, not, not, there's no, I'm not blaming, just the Metzius is, is that when you have somebody, when you have a child who's very, very big, and they don't think they need the father anymore, Tati, take your hand off me. I'm okay, I could do this on my own. It could be they're not ready yet. It could be they're undercooked. They think they're cooked. And then they might 
do something where they didn't ask Moshe Rabbeinu the psak, they jumped. They jumped Madregas and they came crashing down. They needed Aaron Cohen's hand. Still on them. People need Gedarim. You need Gedarim on you. But then again, on the same hand, on the other side, you can't just tap. Right? If you take a fire flame and you have a wick and you just tap it, it could go. But the Torah is saying, no, that's not the way, that's not the way you're machanich. You can't just tap. What's the, what's the, what's the situation? What's a tap? You tell your kid. Yeah, I'll give you. We'll give you an example. So this 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 example is. I'll, I'll, I'll tie Rabbi Russell in a second. You have uh, you have a kid who's complaining about something. This week's parsha. There's a lot of sugyas. You can go through the sugyas. A lot of complaining in this week's parsha. Right, a lot of complaining. They have the mon. They're complaining. They're stam complaining. The misowning him. We don't even know why they're complaining. Just stam complaining. Kushbar was very upset with them. Complaining is a very it's one of the, it's one of the, the sugyas that you know in H. Kodesh Rebbe fights against the complainers. Right? Once in a while he speaks of the complainers. He gives big muscle to those complainers. He doesn't give muscle to a lot of things, but to stomp complainers he gives a big muscle. So you tell your kid he's complaining about the food. You give him a nice plate of food. It's delicious. You would love to eat it, but the kid always has the better meal than you. And he starts to complain. I don't want this. You know that the food's touching. Whatever. You know. And then what do you, and then what is it what is a, a, a classic parent? I'm not saying anybody here, but a classic parent. Why don't you just appreciate what you have? You know what I had when I was younger? I, I had this, I had one tenth of this, and it wasn't even good. My mother burnt the food all the time. Lee, you have a nice plate. Could you learn to appreciate things? That's called a tap. That doesn't work. That's how you teach a child about a karsatov? An emotional sugya, a deep sugya. That's that you can't just a little quick little tap. That doesn't go. When has that, when has that ever worked? Ever. Rabbi Russell said he said a great he said a great he said a great thing in this podcast. He said that you don't see he said you don't see it at all. I don't know if that's hundred percent true, but he said you don't see the halachas of Chinuch in the Shachanarach. A little bit you might with Torah, whatever, but you don't really see. He says it's one of the biggest sugyas. Why don't you see you know, the some some rules in Shulchan Aruch? What are we supposed to be teaching? What are we supposed to be doing? So, because he was coming off of he was coming off of when when parents will say either probably to him and they probably do say it to their kids, like where's your kibbutz avim? Where's your appreciation? Where's your karzatov for what I've done for you? That's the way the parent will. Train the child. And that's what the parent will say to Rabbi Russell, saying, Where's this kid's Karzatov? I raised the kid, I spent how much money I spent on this kid. Where's the Karzatov? Isn't that the whole Indian of keep it up aim? To one of the Esther, the Dibrus? What's going on over here? So Russell said, he said a great thing. He said, He said, You want to know where Hilchas keep it up aim are? Anybody hear, did anybody hear this podcast? You heard it? He says, You want to hear, so you can correct me if I'm wrong. You want to know where Hilchas keep it up aim are? Uh, I'm sorry, Hilchas Chinachar. Where where the halachas of, of Chinach? It's the it's Kibrav Eim and Sarsas Dibros. What? What is what is Chinach and Kibrav Eim? He says the tachlis of Chinach is to train your child that the kid wants to be mechabed you. Not that you demand the kid to be mechabed you. Chinach is that you raise him up in a way. That the kid turns around and says, 
I want to be mechabed you. I appreciate what you've done for me. That's, that's deep. You have to raise him up. Don't tap him. Do this, do that, just appreciate. That's the quick fix, it's a band-aid. What we, what we fail to discuss sometimes, and I was talking to somebody about this this week, I don't remember who it was. Then we go through the sugis of relationships, whether it's Chinuch, Hashem Bayis, or a Rebbe to a Talmud. A lot of the shirum, a lot of the books, a lot of it, it's, it's all ways how you should deal with the other person. But we never discuss about you yourself. You want to know, you want to write a book about Chinuch? Here, ready for this? Savlanus, <laughs> Simcha, if you have a parent who's, who's besimcha and he has savlanus, automatically he's, he's ten times a better parent. The books never say that. The books say how you should speak to the kid. All these things are true. But what about, how, how about have some savlanus? How about relax yourself? Right? Work on yourself. Be mechanach yourself first. You can't just tap. Or, what, or you tell the kid, so we have, we have the sugi of Pesach Sheni. These people, the Tamei Nefesh, their mamish potter from the mitzvah, totally potter, with all the heterim in the world. They were Tamei, they were carrying Yosef and Sadik's bones, or maybe they connected to another in a view, Gemar says. But they're totally potter. And yet, what do they say? We want this mitzvah. We are upset, we are distressed, we want the mitzvah. It's not fair. Have you ever had a kid, have you ever had an adult? Monday, Thursday, ready for this? Monday, Thursday comes, there's a chassan in the room. No long tachan, and everybody's cheering. Have you ever heard a person say, no, I want, I want long tachan, and chassan, can you please leave? Such a thing exists? That's in my issue. <laughs> I'm almost very annoyed. What, there was a chassan? The mashkiach has the chassan to dalit somewhere else. The mashkiach did. Yeah. It was a big scandal, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Once in a million years. Yeah. But all these things, a person's put there. Who's, who's begging for that? How do, you raise, how do you raise a person? Now, it could be people in this room, we, we would be upset at certain things. If the shear gets canceled, no, I want this shear. Or davening went too quick, no, but I want to daven slow. But how do you train a kid like that? So you tell the kid, what, what's wrong with you? Just daven. What does it say? Don't you realize you're a yid? You said shlo asani goy today. Don't you feel honored to be a Jew? Get your tefillin on. That doesn't work. <clears throat> When has that ever worked? That's a tap. That's a tap, Chinuch. No, you have to keep your hand on top. Lay, keep your fire, keep your flame on top of the kid for a while until he raises up. Right? We know, lead by example. We know, we, have to, we know. So I'll, I'll read to you something I found today. It's really, it was really one paragraph and then I kept going back and back and back. But from the Chobos HaTalmidim. Everybody's heard of that Sefer? And the Eish Kodesh himself. So it's a little bit long. Should I read the whole thing? Or should I just... Ah, I'll read it. Who cares? Pay attention. I'll read, I'll read sort of rapidly. But what can we do with our younger generation when their selfhood and feelings develop and solidify so quickly? If we do not move quickly to grab onto the child's enthusiasm, to harness it and to move it towards excitement about holiness, it will emote and become excited with enthusiasm for stupidity, and for the reviled beauty of the world, to be impressed by their ways and to covet their ugly mischief. 
with the kids of our generation whose emotions and impressions have already matured and become pronounced, it is difficult to still connect into mitzvahs without emotions, or even to intellectual matters if it is only done with dry intellect. Nowadays, we're already, we need some emotions. Certainly the kids, they need, they need, some, they need a geschmack. You can't just tell the kid, do this, and he'll just do it. That might have worked in the past. It doesn't work anymore. And this is already, this is 19, uh, I don't know what year I wrote this in. Is it 33? Probably. This is the Asia. This is the Asia. We must delve into his soul. We must delve into his soul. That's, a, that's not a tap, Chinuch. Delve into a kid's soul? Do you even know your kid has a soul? Arouse it and have it enthused such that it feel at least a little of the pleasantness of the illumination, of the illumination of the highest splendor, that it yearn for it and connect to it. Hence, if we want to connect the child and educate him, such that also in his old age he will not veer from it, Kigam, Yazkin, whatever the end of the Bazaag is. That's the part that no one knows. We'll probably part one. Everyone knows the first part. Kigam, Yazkin, yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> And his old age, he will not, he will not veer from it. And who, does, and who does so not only because he is commanded, but also because his spirit pushes him towards it. The kid is raised up. He wants it. It is forbidden for us to wait. Rather, we must educate them in the ways of the truch, of true chasidus from when they are still small. Teach chanoch pidarko. And the way required by the youth of our generation is true, hearty, and spiritual chasidus. And even if this will not yet be true Hasidic enthusiasm, the child will nevertheless reach the tip of the staff and connect. And to the extent that he grows and works on it, he will ascend and merit to become a true Hasid. And this is a fundamental concept in Hasidus, that one should get excited and enthused, beginning with lower things. Come down to their level. You have to keep your hand on there so they could start low. And these physical emotions are able to stimulate him to holiness. So even though it is only physical arousal, the essence is stimulated by the spirit and the soul by the essence. So you start the kid, you give him, you, you give him some candy, so he, so he comes to davening. That's okay. So yeah, he's not feeling a spiritual, he's not elated, he's not jumping by l'chadodi. He's eating his candy, but he's in shul. He's listening. There's something there. I mean, for those who are older than me know, I mean, the answer is God, it's savlamas. You have to just wait. It doesn't, it doesn't happen in a day, week, month, year, two, five, ten years. 15, 20 years. And this, thank you. And this is the distinction between an adult and a child. Even though the adult chassid begins to be aroused, excited, enthused by something physical, nevertheless, even at the time that he does, that he does a physical action, like drinking alcoholic beverages among the chassidim, which we have here, or the like conjuring types of thoughts, he's an adult, he's very mature. Or like conjure, uh, conjuring types of thoughts that arouse him, as we will, God willing, discuss later in the book, it does not remain only physical arousal. Rather, rather the spirit, the essence, are also immediately aroused. Right? A person drinks. We're not just drinking because we're low lives. We're drinking to it so it allows us to raise ourselves up. Until even his soul is aroused and revealed inside him, each one according to his situation timing. Even the menorah was lit with a foreign object... However, the, the Kohen would not leave the menorah until the flame would remain lit on its own. But the child may remain on the level of physical stimulation and excitement. Nevertheless, 
even in him there is still a type of spark and the slightest filament of illumination of the spirit shining from a distance. And this too is good, since even this is enough to connect his small body and spirit. For a kid that is excited on the night of Pesach by the cleaning of the room, right? We're all like, oh my gosh, the kids are super excited. I'm sure everybody in this room, their kids are so excited to do it. Don't ruin their excitement. He didn't say that, but I'm saying that. Or by the multitude of candles, by the beautiful lit set table. Pesach is so exciting, they're so excited to hear all the things in the school. This is also good, even though it's odd uh, for physical things that they might not have the connection to Ruchnis. Who cares? Just keep your hand on the flame, let them be excited, and let them slowly raise up. What well, we were built in a day. We want them to start appreciating like uh, some Kedusha Slavy or something. What? If the safer Kedusha Slavy is on the table and the kid doesn't take it off the table, that's good. That's good also. Give him some time. As his body is excited, but his spirit is also bubbling inside and excited by the recitation of the Haggadah, to say it with a little enthusiasm to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, even though he doesn't know what it is and what it is about, it's also good. We know this. We just need a chizik in it. And I'll tell you, Lamaisa, tonight, for whatever reason, I've said it many times, I don't know how it happens, but for some reason I can't prepare until like 30 minutes before. I don't know why, I always try. And I'm at home, I have a few children, and I was downstairs in my zone, had my cup of coffee, ready to go. And my daughter comes in, crying, her stomach's hurting, she's bothered, and I thought she was already in bed. And I was ready to work. I'm like, uh-oh, this is going to take some time. Now, what would, what would I do in the, in the old country? We'll call it tabchinech. Go back to your room. Or, if I was even better, I would walk her to her room and say, good night, and then I would come back downstairs. But that's tabchinech level two. But we know, if you want to do it the proper way, you take them up to their room, and you sit on their bed, and you leave your hand on there for a little bit longer. It's Kedai. What's more important? My kid putting my kid to bed, or are you guys sitting here right now? And I love all of you. <laughs> but sitting with my kid for an extra five minutes, and even if, I'm sure if I would have sat for an extra ten minutes, I could have had another half a page. But who cares? That's not the point. Sometimes we have to give up. To keep your hand on that flame, you have to give up. You'd rather take your hand off and go do something else. I got business to do. I have work to do. But it pays off in the end to keep your hand on the flame. To the kid is strong enough, confident enough to do this himself. They feel good to get them excited. So it could be that this is, this is why Rashi brings it into this week's parasha. Balos Chasaneiros, Aaron Cohen Davka, the Mechanech, par excellence of his children. I mean, Allah's only Tamar. Another Nevi with a different story, but Allah's only Tamar. They, they, they were the leaders of Kalah Yisrael. So we all should be, we should also be Zohar to pack our kids' bags in the morning, like he says in the song, to daven for them. But we, we can't just daven for them. We have to lamaisa. We have to be that to you and give them what we daven for them. We have to be there for them. Spend time with them. It's Kedai. So listen again.
Mishchai says, Ola Meila, Meila is Elka. His letter is Elka. To raise them up towards the Kaddish Baruch Hu. If we appreciate it, for your Makitov to Kaddish Baruch Hu, for the children, all the time, I'm pretty confident that the kids will not be a Makitov to you. Shkaiach. 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 Sh